All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Fud Radio. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades on Twitter. Make sure you go ahead and drop a follow. Uh, we are back with another episode of Rare Fud Radio, and today we will be talking about so much. We'll be talking about Frank's return. We'll be talking about OK Beers just recently announcing that they are partnering with IMG for licensing. Huge news. Uh, we've seen price skyrocket upward after that. We'll also be talking about additions. So one-on-one additions have been popping off lately. We've seen notable drops from Adam Ape with his 4x4 drop. Uh, talking about Iron Paw Gang whitelist coming with that, as well as the Voxel Monkeys and the supply chain and Voxel Monkeys drop, and so many other additions that have hit the market. We are in mint season. It feels like we will be talking about mints that should be on your radar, and we'll be talking about all of that with my wonderful co-host. Let's bring up Joe first. Joe, how are we doing, my man? We're doing amazing. Good to be here. Glad to be here. Can't wait to talk about the market. Love this stuff. Love you, Bison. So so excited, man. Oh, Bless. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Tuesday. I love Tuesdays because we always have more, more talk, more talk uh, of the market. We had a lot going on this weekend. So next up, we have Dorian. Dorian, Dorian, how you doing, my man? Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? As I always say, every day's a holiday. Super excited to be here talking about the market, as always. <laughs> yes, that's right. And we got plenty to talk about. We will get into our market update real quick, talking about what happened over the weekend, talking about some market statistics, because everybody needs to know, at an overview, what's happening in the market. We have held 100K sold volume for seemingly forever in NFT time now. It feels incredible. Ever since Utes Mint and Abracadabra popping off, or better known as ABC, uh, things have just been flying. It's been fantastic to see. We are currently at about 120K sold volume on Magic Eden right now. And one of one art has done really well. We'll be talking about additions today, but uh, between exchange art and form function, we've seen a combined 22K sold over the past seven days. That is a monumental jump as we have been hovering about 10K sold, give or take, uh, for the past few months. So, it's nice to see that upward boost, and mainly due to additions dropping. We've seen Adam Ape drop his 4x4. We've seen High Blink's uh, secondary pop off. We've seen first edition and good morning from John Lay. I mean, there's so much to talk about with these additions. So let's jump into it. Guys, how are we feeling about the market? We'll go with you first, Dorian. What are we feeling right now? Yeah. Man, I'm feeling great about the market. It's uh, as we've been talking about for I think months now. It's just like how Utes was kind of holding everything up a little bit, and then once that kind of uh started to pass, we'd see this wave of new projects starting to mint. And I think we're seeing that right now. Utes has really kicked back off of at least a mini bull market. Uh, as long as volume remains over 100k, I think we're in the clear for the foreseeable future. Um, it's super exciting right now. I don't dabble in mints myself that much, but it, it is great to see everybody super active in the ecosystem. But while you guys are being active on trying to find the next mint, I'm being active finding on undervalued projects right now. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, there's always going to be attention turned to mints because it is a quick profit. We'll be talking about mints later in the show today, uh, but there are always these undervalued projects that have really been building throughout this bear market. And now we are starting to see the fruits of their labor, what they've been working on over the past few months. Joe, how are you feeling about the market? What are we looking at right now? I am. I'm, I'm feeling. I love the fact that art is at the forefront right now and pushing the volume. 
Um, that just makes me happy from a collector's standpoint, you know, just from an investor's and collector's standpoint, growing up collecting Yu-Gi-Oh! card, you know, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh! I just love the fact that like artists and, and the love for the art, the excitement for the art is what's pushing us right now. So I'll take that all day. Yeah, I love that you said Yugi Mon, dude. You sounded like my dad back when I was like 10 years old, bro. Dude, how That's... crazy I just said that. <laughs> what, what are those Yugi Mon cards? <laughs> yo, yo, That's... quick side note. My mom was like super Christian, so she wouldn't let me bring my Pokemon cards in the house because oh. they were demonic. So, <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. The witchcraft. Yeah, yep. I we, we had the same thing, bro. It's, I get it. Um, it's, it is good. It is good to see art really pushing the forefront. We... We've been talking about it for a while. This art rework meta has been here in full force. We've seen it a lot with these uh, projects, but really the ones that have been getting art reworks done by notable artists and bridging that gap, like we always say, between one-on-one and the generative space, those seem to be the real winners right now. Uh, we can talk about those later in the show as well, but I do want to get into a little bit of market headlines real quick. Uh, we'll talk first about Frank came back. He graced us with his presence back on Twitter, and he has been active on the youth's discord he has been active on the d gods discord but maybe not as much so he's taken a little time off and and kind of realigned himself he wrote an awesome Substack article if you guys haven't seen it yet i highly recommend you listen to it or just read it i'm not listen to it read it and just see what it's like to be inside a, a huge founder's head right like understand where he was coming from on some of his thoughts and he was so eloquent with it in his typical Frank's way where he's appealing to DGENs, but also just completely laid out every bullet point. I thought it was incredibly well-written and poignant, right? He didn't beat around the bush or anything like that. I mean, he went as far as to say, <laughs> I took a day off, got a haircut, and smoked some weed. That's what I did one day. I was like, you know what? You deserve that, Frank. Yeah. You go for it, my man. So um, Joe, as our resident D-Gods holder, uh, how did you feel about that article? I want to I hear your thoughts on his comeback. Good talk, Joe. Um, <laughs> Dorian, let's head it yeah. over to you. What do you think well, about that Substack article? As a resident Ute holder, I'm uh, pretty glad that uh, Frank came out with such a well-written article, just explaining some behind-the-scenes stuff and how he was feeling. And honestly, it's like it's good that he took a break. It's like dude's been grinding for like months at a time, and I can only imagine for those who don't ha or have not worked on a project, nobody understands the stress of wanting to launch something successfully and having to deal with hiccups along the way and all the amount of fud that you get from one small mistake. So it's a lot of pressure that was on him to execute in the D Gods team. So honestly. It's like I'm glad that he took some time off. Hey, guess what? Take some more time off if you need it. Because when he comes back, he's going to be, or as he is now, he's going to be ready to execute and even outperform what he was doing in, uh, previously. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm so bullish on taking time off. Like, mm -hmm. look, a lot of people in the NFT space really haven't ran their own business or anything mm -hmm. of that nature. And I will tell you, as somebody who, look, I'm in real estate, right? We at least have a blueprint of how this stuff goes. This is the NFT forefront, like. People have unrealistic expectations sometimes because they've seen what happened in the Ethereum space. And look, Ethereum had the pleasure of being first movers. And that stuff exploded off of very little value provided back to holders, in my personal opinion. For some reason, it seems like there's this double standard when it comes to Solana NFTs. And Frank absolutely crushed it. I want to bring up his article because there, there was a couple points that I'm going to miss. And if I don't look at it, I want to. But 
one talking about there was that fud of like the art wasn't ready the project wasn't ready why is he releasing this and he crushed it with uh his moonbirds thoughts you know proof was first right he got k row coming out with with the proof collective and kevin rose is is a goat in the web 2 space and doing great things in web 3 um but just talking about like moonbirds took a while to to release uh doodles genesis box mint 48 days still no reveal right the uh, doodles has 127 days and no reveal with their duplicator airdrop uh moonbirds uh oddities took 61 days to release bro this takes time <laughs> like uh people want to make sure that this is perfect when it comes out because this is nfts and if it isn't like almost 99 done when it's released there's a lot of fun especially when so many eyes are like on your project so i love he basically said dude it's been eight days like Give me a little bit of time. I promise it's going to be great when it comes out. But look, now they have the funds. They they got the Dust Labs um, funds with the fundraise. They also have uh, the funds from the Utes Mint. They got the dust back and they can allocate it accordingly. So, Dorian, uh, I kind of want to hear your thoughts as far as was there anything that stuck out to you with this article? Uh, no, it was one thing that did stick out to me was the uh, the time frames that you mentioned, man. It's because like we're in this Solana bubble and like things move at the speed of light. It's like it's hard to uh, understand. It's like, man, it's like these things do take a long time to happen. It's like we expect immediate return. Like if something's not done or accomplished within a week, it's just like, oh, man, it's like, but this team is slow rugging. It's like I was seeing people on the timeline. It was like. Where's Bubble Goose's trailer? It's like, yo, it's like creating an animated show takes time. And whatever Frank is building takes time as well. Like, cheek, like, cheek, like, chill, dog. <laughs> yeah, some of this stuff, bro, like, look, I always break NFTs into what I trade on swing trades or uh, mm -hmm. like scalping trades, essentially. It's hard to scalp in NFTs because you do have to account for royalties. So, you know, usually on my scalps when it comes to crypto or even traditional equities, those are talking basis points. Crypto is usually like, I'm, I'm hoping to get like a 10% bump um, at anywhere from five to 10. And then when it comes to, to NFTs, those are mainly swing trades. I usually trade them within the week or something like that. I wait for bullish news to hit or anything in between. But I'm looking for a 2X because I do have to account for those royalties. So, um, you know, another point that I wanted to bring up, dude, it was, uh, it's accounting for my own fuck. Cause I, I remember coming on the show and I was saying, dude, 7 million for, for Dust Labs fundraise, like, they are the number five project in market cap. Like, I feel like they could have got more. He was talking about treasury. I, I didn't even think about this, but like accounting a treasury. So what the, the investors see as far as their treasury goes, he's yeah. talking about Basie has a $400 million treasury. CryptoPunks, same thing. $400 million. Macy, $400 million. Um, that, and I, that could just be Yuga Labs in general. So, I'm, I, you know, I have to fact check that. But Moonbirds, $100 million in treasury. Doodles, $70 million in treasury. D Gods has 1.2 million in treasury. Um, so like Solana in particular, we yeah. we have this this problem, and I, I really want to push it that like we should be better with higher mint costs. And what I yes. mean from that is like when you see quality projects, when I saw seven soul for bubble goose, I was about it, dude. Like mm -hmm. you were bringing over massive talent, they had a certain budget they needed to meet them, yeah. and I, I would say that is my biggest, biggest example when it comes to this. And Utes is the same way. This is the second collection from D Gods who proved themselves. They went 100x, over 100, 200x at one point. They hit a 600 soul floor. So we need to be looking at like they need treasury, right? And uh, with their SaaS services, 
that will be coming out eventually with Dust Labs. I, I gotta imagine that Treasury is gonna get bolstered dramatically, but mm-hmm. we we need to start normalizing higher mint prices or yeah. just pump soul. Everybody buys soul right now. I don't know, not financial advice, but like just spot buy soul. Like we can prop up the crypto economy here. Joe, are you back yet? I just want to see if you are back and here. I cannot hear Joe. Joe, I'm, I'm not sure if your if your mic's on or not, but uh, yeah, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties with Joe. He might have left. Okay, Dorian, I guess it's going to be a you and me show until further notice. That's okay. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm incredibly bullish. It's nice to have Frank back because look, I love Frank as a founder. Yeah. He just he has that degen side, but he also has that founder side. He's very good at being. What I think is the most important part of a founder is a business analyst. So basically yeah. taking the complications of a business and disseminating it to the audience or the consumers mm-hmm. or investors and saying, look, this is what we're doing. He is so good at it. So really good to see that front. I mean, Tom's good at it. Shake in the audience. What is up, uh, yeah. Shake? Shout out Shake, is, Shake. <laughs> Shake is very good at it. I mean, it's, it's those forward-facing founders that I think are really going to mm-hmm. move uh, Savannah to this point where we start having these $100 million treasuries, right? Like, that is insane. So um, let's talk a little bit about recent news. And this just broke. I mean, like I'm talking an hour ago or something like that, where OK Bears just announced a partnership with IMG. Uh, if you guys don't know who IMG is, they are the biggest licensing firm out there. They represent brands like Pepsi and um, I want to say Porsche and, and a bunch of different like high quality uh, brands out there. I Look, as somebody who does not really care for the Bears, uh, I do care for the fact that they are getting the word out there. This is a net positive for NFTs and Solana yeah. NFTs in general. I think there was a typo in uh, the article talking about Ethereum NFTs instead of Solana NFTs, but I'll go ahead and forgive it. IMG still getting their uh, their feet wet in the NFT field, but nonetheless, this is good. I mean, like as much as I have an issue on the NFT side of bears, their branding and marketing is better yeah. than anything I've seen. Yeah. They are very good at it. And bridging mm-hmm. the gap and having somebody like IMG on your side to handle the licensing is massive for NFTs. Yep. Dorian, do you have yeah. any opinion as far as like what OK Bears is doing right yeah. and what they should be doing going forward? Yeah. Um. So as this might not be a surprise to most people here, but I'm not the hugest fan of bears, especially in their execution. But honestly, it's like, it doesn't matter because if they're able to continue to do partnerships like this and like maintain that community that they did grow, it's like, they're going to be successful. So it's like, I can fade them all day and night, but like partnerships like this speak for itself. And like, as you said, Bison, they are extremely good at marketing. Like, and there's just something about that PFP. I don't know if it's just the floor price or just the art style of it. I, it does, uh, I think it's able to resonate with the mainstream audience. And the fact that it was able to capture one of the only projects on Soul that was able to capture ETH liquidity speaks a lot for it. So uh, this partnership is huge and I can't see what they, they actually do with it. Hopefully they don't fumble it <laughs> because they have not been known to execute things properly in the past, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it is going to be very interesting to see what they do with it, but this is a yeah. huge step forward. I oh, mean, yeah. massive step forward. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to see. And it is one of those things where, look, I look at OK Bears and I look at Bubble Goose and I just see so many comparisons as yeah. far as like yeah. the brandability of both of them. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about literally 10% of their foot, not even uh, at this yeah. point. OK Bears is actually pumped off that news and, and Bubble Goose mm-hmm. still sitting about four, 5.3. Mm-hmm. Um, I do own three bubble goose, just a full disclaimer, but not trying to pump my bags. I just, 
I love seeing value plays, right? And that yeah. is a value play. If I'm, I, I love seeing okay bears move because I'm like bubble goose could be right there with it. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. this is net positive for NFTs in general, specifically Solana NFTs, because I do see a lot of brandability there. Yeah. Um, speaking of NFTs, Magic Eden released Ethereum NFTs. They have finally come through with Magic Ethan. Uh, they now are on their one year anniversary. Uh, it coincides with the Cyber Samurai one one year anniversary. Love to see it. Uh, but this is this is huge. I mean, it is. They're talking about being an aggregator of all NFTs, specifically Ethereum first. I would imagine they will include some down the road with other chains. But we are heading to a cross chain future. For me, as bullish, I love to see it because I do think that Web three in general needs to just bridge these gaps. We always talk about bridging gaps, and and if we can stand as a united front and not just be maxis on one thing. Look, I will always have favor towards Solana, but until proven otherwise, I'm going to stay on this chain. I just like it more. Nonetheless, I do like seeing Ethereum. Look, I will export Ethereum NFTs if they have a solid value prop. But yep. um, and what do you think about this, Dorian? Because I'm, yep. I'm hugely bullish on it. I think it's a net positive for the space, man. Anything that increases composability is, is amazing in my book. Uh, like being able to like pay ETH to get Solana NFTs or vice versa, I think it's only a net positive for the space. Uh, as you said, if there's a project um, on the ETH side that has a good value prop, I'm down, man. And if I could buy like a B friends in Seoul whenever I have that type of liquidity, by all means, I'm going to purchase one. So it's great to see stuff like this. Um, I wonder, what do you think that Magic Eden would potentially start to branch off to other chains that have a, a thriving NFT space? Yeah, I, I got to imagine because, you know, we're seeing a lot of noise with, um, I would say the two that really pique my interest if I was going to look anywhere else is going to be Matic or um, yeah. uh, Immutable X are two of the bigger ones as far as the NFT front goes. There's, uh, you know, there's always that talk of Cardano and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I will let Cardano people be Cardano people. Um, I welcome you with open arms whenever you want to come mm-hmm. over to Solana. But, um, hey, you know, it is it's nice to see we have explorability between chains now so mm-hmm. for me this is positive uh i think it'll also fuel consumer uh, demand for nfts which will also fuel competition between nfts to actually innovate so yep. when we start seeing cross chain right there we start seeing more competition and it's going to push people to a better and bigger future with what they can do with nfts so well said. um Yeah, let's get into project updates because I I definitely want to talk about those. We had a ton drop, notably in additions. I really want to talk about additions a lot this uh, podcast. We're going to be talking about uh, Ironclaw Gang. Oh, welcome back, Joe. Yes, guys. I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Web 2 business called and I unfortunately was a super emergency. So I apologize to everybody listening. I'm back. (laughs) You are good. good. You're all good. Um, no, we're just getting into project updates. We're gonna be talking a little bit about four by four. So four by four is the first edition dropped by Adam Ape. If you don't know who Adam Ape is, uh, has a huge history in visual arts. Um, we can talk about his. If you guys don't know who Adam Ape is, I will tell you right now. You know of his work. Um, you've seen it in oh, his A twenty four logo. Yep. You've also seen it in the Google logo rework. If you guys mm-hmm. don't know the old colorful Google was Very eventually changed into the colorful G and has a nice yeah. animation with it. And that's Adam. it's, and that's Adam, that's Adam right there. So, <laughs> you know, his web two experience, he finally like doxed his work a few months back, but it is nice to see additions drop from some of these notable artists. 
he also said that this is going to tie into whitelist for his iron paw gang which is going to be an ethereum project um i know we have mixed feelings about this on this show uh but i i know that iron paw gang is going to cook whenever it does come it sounds like it's going to be q1 of 2023 so you do have time i don't know if i'd ape in right now but i definitely like it is high on my watch list if there is any addition i want and i'm going to look for any sort of pullback it is going to be on four by four uh or even the supply chain and voxel monkey drop Uh, i certainly can't afford a voxel monkey that's too much liquidity for me but they are sitting at about a 424 uh i want to talk to you dorian because i know you picked up a couple of these i know joe did as well but let's talk first to you about your opinions on all of this so I first learned about this because Shake Tove said that on Twitter he swept the floor. And I'm like, okay, Shake just picked up like a bag of these, like a hefty one. So I'm like, and then boom, Joe all of a sudden tweeted it out too. And I'm like, I don't care. If these two guys are picking up something, I'm aping. So I'm at, I, I went and purchased <laughs> one at 20. So I was like, okay, now let me research. Uh, so I researched, and as you said, Adam has a huge history in visual arts. <clears throat> he went to one of the most notable visual arts school in the States. He worked at Google. He's done work with Amazon, Apple. He's done voxel monkeys, which sitting at a 400 something, 420 sold floor right now. And my thesis, bet on solid founders, man. And this is one of the most solid dudes in the space that has released an addition at an affordable price, man. And this gives you his voxel monkeys and his, um, <clears throat> sorry, his four by four gives you a whitelist for Iron Paul Gang, which is expected to mint on ETH. In my opinion, that is extremely bullish. I listened to him over on a space over the weekend, and one of the reasons he wants to do that is because he finds that people in ETH have more of an appreciation that goes into the art aspect of side of things, vice just purely asking for utility. And for me, it's like one of the things that I love best about Adam's art is the fact that you get to, if you pick up one of his pieces, you get to connect with him. What better utility can you ask for, in my opinion? Anyway, yeah. I'm super bullish on what he's going to do in the future. I'm ex- super excited about Iron Paul Gang. And as you said, this isn't looking to mint till Q1 2023. So, like, I wouldn't consider FOMO in right now. And I'd probably sit and chill, see what the price action does. But I, I don't know what it's going to do. But if it drops below 20, you can best believe I'm scooping more up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Joe, I know you picked some up as well. Great. Let's hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. So, my thoughts. Um originally our arts like i said earlier before i uh ducked out on accident um arts pushing the forefront of this volume right now especially with the Mm -hmm. hype and excitement we're waiting for all these you know additions by these one of one artists that everyone has come to love and see you know their art revamps have been used within other projects as well and with adam i i just think his I'm basically a hype play originally before I looked into it um, just yeah. for his connections in the Ethereum world, his connections in the web too. I mean, it's just an easy entry for any of his friends or anybody that, you know, cares about his work in general. So uh, it being uh, an entry with four by four being on the Solana blockchain where I can just go to my fandom magic Eden and I don't have to think about MetaMask or anything else was an easy play for me. Even if it drops back down to 15, 13 soul, um, that'll just be from no delayed gratification. And once I, once the Iron Paul starts coming with real sneak peeks and the whole thing is laid out infrastructure, it'll run again, right? Because it holds um, it holds value within itself, just being a one on one collection and the art, right? That that actual voxel style four by four art that he's originated with is there for always and forever. So I think the utility has multiple multiple facets to it. But like Bison said, there's a lot of also undervalued one of one artists that are in the space that you can make plays on and take that 20 soul 
goal you're about to go get a four by four with and split it up amongst two or three other people with a better reward ratio. So don't f- FOMO into anything. I think it's really fun time right now in this space, but there's a lot of avenues to, to make money still and to not even make money right away. Right. A delayed gratification sense, right. For months then in the future. So yeah, that's my thoughts about it. Yeah. I, I think I'm on the, the opinion that, Four by four is worth picking up, but I am I am waiting because I know people don't have patience in the space. Yeah, I know exactly. you're talking no, you're talking about a, a full another quarter, possibly yeah. two before this even drops. Do you are you kidding me? That is like eons in it, NFT. It is like eons. So, yeah, truly. So yeah, truly like I'm, eons. I'm going to wait for people to shake out. Um, hey, I'm, sold I'm, be fifty dollars when when this comes around. You know, you never know. True. Sold might be eleven. So, like Mason it's, said, that's smart. It's smart to wait. Yep. And even if you see, you know, three souls at 17, you go, all right, you know what? I'm snagging it now. Don't rush. Mm-hmm. And especially with a collection like that, with a hard, hard resistance at like 23 soul, we've seen it yeah. there a lot. Just relax. Um, yeah, my yeah. question to you, Bison, is what do you think about, did you touch on John Lee, good morning whitelist allocation yet? And did, have you talked about entry on that or what your thought process was? No, so those, those are coming up in uh, additions, which we can certainly right, transition beautiful. to. Yeah. Um, because I, I do want to talk about additions. I, I will tie it in with the Adam eight point. Cause I, I do agree with him that Ethereum people are, it is just a more mature market. They do appreciate art more. That is definitely something that they do better. It's easier for me to gauge sentiment over on Solana. Uh, just because mm-hmm. I know people are asking for utility. I, part of me loves the fact that they are tying in the utility is basically whitelist for some of their upcoming projects or pre-sale for their mints. I think that's great because uh, dude, I'm so tired of bots on these exchange drops. I am. I'm yeah. so tired of it. Yeah. Some of this stuff sells out. I mean, DJ poet cooked over the weekend. Ridiculous time. Oh my goodness. Dude. And it's, it sucks because a minty experience is so much fun, dude. It is mm-hmm. so much fun to mint something. And it, I like, I'm not anti-bot. I, I just I hate that bots completely suck the value out of the whole experience and absolutely lurch on secondary. You know what I mean? Like they just they spring everything onto secondary. And I know artists are like, well, you know, I make more money, but they also art, artists to me have a better incentive alignment with collectors than yeah. uh, a generative collection does with actual participants in the generative collection. Yeah. Like they are more of a business. Artists are like, hey, I, I feel an emotion. I'm evoking fine art. And I want you to be a collector, you know? So I, I think they'll they'll do something better about that. But I'm also worried that this utility, like kind of meta coming into this art space is going to, like Adam said, is going to kind of like deter people from one of what, like, oh, I'm not minting this because I don't have any pre-sale, you know, allocation or something like that for your next drop, or I don't get any holder benefits. It, that's like an added benefit down the road that shouldn't be announced to me. You should mm-hmm. be buying for the art. Like the art is yeah, dope over on Solana. We have a really good price point. It's not as cheap as Tezos or something like that, which has a really good art scene, but it's not mm-hmm. as exper- expensive as Ethereum. And I, I've been talking about this over the weekend on a space with Sube, who's an artist I connected with. And we were just talking about how Solana is just that nice medium of artists can actually make a living. It's not mm-hmm. an expensive startup cost. You don't yeah. have to worry about gas to mint um, all of your, your additions or anything like that. It just, it's it's such a good space. It's maturing the right way, and I don't want it to mature the wrong way with this utility. So I'm, I'm kind of at a just like a, a standstill with it. Like I love it. I I love rewarding holders and collectors and stuff like that. But I don't want it to be like the focal point of you actually minting it, right? Like this, yeah. this art will mature. 
So Bison, do you think if, would you be bearish if uh, one of one artists uh, like High Blinks starts to migrate or expand over to ETH? No, I see, I'm I'm not against him. Like, you know, so like with his Iron Paw gang, um, mm-hmm. going over to ETH, like I, I get it, but it's it's one of those things where I think you could do more on soul and like you could be a leader and bring that value and those, those uh, thought processes over to soul rather than like just going over to Ethereum and kind of defaulting over there. I think that's my big problem with it is like, we're finally getting to that point. Dude, John Lay pieces are going for 400 plus soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Voxel monkeys, uh, lurkers, we're all going for 400. I mean, we've seen huge growth in low fronts. We'll be talking about yeah. them too, but it's just one of those things where we're finally, we are starting to appreciate it. Like, yeah. um, and I, I get it. Like we want this cross chain future. I, but I also want, I think it's more hard to get Ethereum people over to Solana than it is for Solana people to go, I'll go over to Ethereum right now. Like if you show me a good project. I'm, I'll mint it right now. I got Ethereum in my, my wallet, but it's so hard to get, a, it feels like most of the prominent people on Ethereum are so stubborn to move change. And we're seeing it with Utes. I mean, like, Utes was a huge value add. And that's what I'm saying is, like, it was on Soul. Like, I, would you consider it bullish if it was on Ethereum rather than Soul? I mean, we saw it with, like, Akumu Dragons with Borioku. We saw it with, um, man, I'm trying to think of some other Soul drops that did uh, Ethereum drops as well. But, uh, I mean, like, Akumu did nothing, dude. It did nothing to move the Soul ecosystem. And I'm like... <laughs> We fed you, right? Like I'm, Adam could have done his own thing. He did his own thing in Web Two. He didn't need to be fed by us. But like, we're here to build a community over here. And I, I don't know. I I'm not saying he's like a cop out or anything like that. I'm just like, bro, you could be pushing the envelope on the theory or the soul art landscape uh, over here. So I don't know. That's just my two cents. I don't hate it, right? Like, if he wants mm-hmm. to go on Ethereum, by all means. Hopefully he has some soul integration. Hopefully there's some cross chain in the future with Iron Paw Gang, and we just we're one big happy family, right? That's my hope. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I mean he said that uh, he's always been uh, thinking about expanding onto ETH. Um, I'm not too sure if he'll like do some cross chain stuff back and forth, but this has always been his plan uh, to like start on Soul, build here, and then also bring some of the Soul people with him over to ETH. So I'm still excited for whatever he comes up with in the future and like what he's going to do. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it, it is fair, but we'll we'll talk uh, talk about some of these other soul artists who additions have been popping, man. I mean, we mm-hmm. we did talk. Joe mentioned it. John Lay's uh, Good Morning piece, especially that was a one soul mint, and it's now sitting at like twelve soul. It was at yeah. eight before the announce that uh, Good Morning and the first edition both get pre sale allocation uh, for their for his next drop. So. It is cool to see, um, and, and it also is cool to see, like, we now have an apportionment factor. So when I was in IP and I was valuing these IP licensing and litigation deals and stuff, we called it an apportionment factor, talking about what that patent or what that technology did in order to fuel sales, right? So Good Morning was at 8 soul. We saw it rise to 13, 12, 13 soul. That we can now apportion, like, hey, about 50% of the value is driven anywhere from 33 to 55, 50% of the value is driven to the pre sale allocation, right? Yep. The other 67 to 50%, depending on the collection, is driven because people like the art. So now we can see, like, hey, this is good. I mean, like, it's bringing more people into one on one art. So I'm, I'm not opposed to it. And um, yeah, these additions have been cooking. We've seen it with um, High Blinks's Hansy. Her first edition, there's been rumors about some some collector rewards there. So I definitely picked one up over the weekend. I know <laughs> that Dorian did as well. Um, yep. And we also saw it with um, 
low fronts low fronts actually pumped up from five soul they're now at a 10 soul floor for their additions and soul boy is just one of those guys that he gets it he gets the whole business aspect of the one-on-one scene really well like really really well he gets the cadence part where you know you have artwork release and everything like that i i'm just so incredibly bullish on low fronts they pumped up yeah. since i mentioned them yeah. first on stream they were at 20 soul for a one-on-one piece now they're going for like 60 minimum so yeah. uh, they've seen really good growth and i just think yeah. they create a, an awesome landscape but guys i know you guys have been buying editions and i'm happy yeah, to man. hear it because you know we are supporting these artists that have done so well for soul mm -hmm. um kind of want to talk about your recent purchases and why you're bullish on them let's go with yeah. you first dorian yeah man um so one of the things that i picked up of course four by four uh adam ape i had to get into those like i have to, a couple of those uh, another one i picked up was hansy by high blinks um bison uh, all my one-on-one -on -one stuff has originated from bison this is why you should be watching this show because without bison i wouldn't know about any of this and i'd be completely lost so shout out to you dog um what else did i pick up i know um Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting on trying to find a better entry for uh, GM from uh, John Lay for the future potential of uh, mint, uh, mint allocations or whatnot. And then I'm kind of waiting on, uh, I know DJ and Poet and High Blinks has something in the works. So I'm relying on Bison once again to keep me informed what's going on with that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be trying on that. Uh, Joe, I know you got a good morning stash away in your ledger. What else you got there? I know you got a four by four. Yeah, so I have a few four by fours. I got. Uh... John Lett, yeah, uh, GM sitting there. I think that might be the only ones I have right now that are allocated to like a one-of-one -one project. I'm trying to think in my head quickly. Oh, I I do own some D-Gen Poet Pokemon still. I think I have a Pikachu in my in my stash. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, really, I think I'm bullish as a trader on these upcoming plays, new edition-wise, to play the just the waves of pumps and then stagnant drops while we're waiting for any announcements and then these kind of waves that will be there for these whitelist allocation one of one edition projects so yeah i'm excited to trade them and then ultimately mint and trade some more and then hopefully make a bag to where i can keep one of these for like an actual display in my house but for free that's my goal right i don't even care if i make money with one of ones as long as i could have some cool stuff for free that's that's like a really cool goal for me so a really good point joe that's that's ultimately my goal when i go into these additions additions are just more liquid when it comes to these short and medium term plays yeah. for me i Great. sold all like pretty much all of my dj and poet pokemon i think i have a jigglypuff right. and lick a tongue still you probably made um, a nice profit with that and sitting on those for free basically right I, I i picked up a handsy with uh with the profit so i'm just gonna rotating yeah. into stuff that i see I value that. in um and i'm keeping i i kept some of the profits on the side dude i, I cooked on those pokemon yeah. i mean it was and it was a awesome trader like you're giving a net positive space because if you have a bunch of people that are doing what you're doing and they always have liquidity from green buying and selling things they love and then keeping a moon bag and then that's just a natural progression of a market of of sellers and buyers in a in an equality sense like that's what we need so like i don't want people to hear and go oh my god they're selling and what if they don't they like that artist and so it's like yeah but that's how they get creator feel this is a natural healthy market paradigm yeah. this is what you have to you can't you know what i'm saying we're not shilling here and saying oh and then going no, we're, we're building portfolios. We're selling here. We're buying here. And that's just a natural paradigm for a market. So, yeah, I, like you said, Bison, I think we have a lot of potential here in the Solana space. And, and it is true. I, I do want more people not to run to Ethereum once they just get some whitelist allocations on Solana, right? Like, I think that's a good point backing up to what you said earlier. And I think I might be changing my thought process on it the more I speak about it. And, and I know the liquidity is there, but it's kind of like, are you going to be 
Are you going to, you know, are you going to be really in the trenches and grind for one of one artists and artist creative royalties on a new chain? Or are you just going to kind of fall back on what's easy and what's there already? So I, I get what you're saying with that as I'm speaking to myself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it is. So it's it's one of those things where like with Adam, I don't ever worry about Adam and his uh, his no, intentions, no, right? Like in general, not anybody in general here, just like I, just the market psychology point of it. Right. Yeah. And, and so my my thought process with it is I don't worry about Adam. Like if Adam wants to go off to Ethereum and, and bring people to Soul or Soul people to uh, ETH and just expand Horizons, that's fine with me. I do have a one on one artist right now who I'm kind of upset with. Um, he just keeps releasing additions. And this is where you kind of have to gauge sentiment of the artist. Like for me, it feels kind of cash grabby. Like he's going with additions rather than like diluting his supply massively with this stuff yeah. because he thinks it's just like a really quick way to make really good money and it is really good money i mean it's like 100 editions for one soul each or three soul each and that's like yeah. really good money for some of these artists yeah. i don't blame them for doing it. it's just like when you get lost in that you're diluting supply you're diluting your brand and, it, no, it's, and as it's, an artist right that's yeah, your man. most important thing bison you're right 100 yeah, yeah. Another thing you touched on, Joe, too, that it, I didn't even think about this until I started talking with Soulboy over at Low Fronts. And he was like, dude, I love secondary sales. He goes, I want to make people money. Like, that is, uh, we mm -hmm. add collectors, we get yes. money, you guys 100%. get money, and yep. we get to climb up charts and our, our yep. stuff gets more notable. Like, it is it is a win-win. So don't be afraid to sell one-on-one art. I'm, I've yes. changed my stance completely on it. Like, I'm not just, like, straight collector, like... I'm yeah. building my portfolio of one of some of these yeah, notable pieces. Yeah. So man. do it. And, do it. And honestly, like, don't be yeah, afraid to do it. You you are you in yourself, right? Like an investor like you, you're you are a net pot. You've pushed Dorian, me, you've onboarded so many people into the one of one mm -hmm. space. Without investors like you, the, the space does not move forward. You need people that care about it, are not getting paid in any type of way to care about it, just just generally love it and and that's that seed right there. That's invaluable. You can't put money into that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what yeah. you get in a beautiful community like Solana. That is that is groundbreaking, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're in on the front row, front lines. We're here early, and with conviction yep. and being here early, you are rewarded in profits. And so, like that is just how it is. Like that, and that's a natural pair. That's how the stock market started. That's how futures equities. Like you know, that's mm -hmm. just what. So if we want to become a staple of $1 billion market cap and just say our echo chamber itself. We need a lot more people like Bison with that paradigm. So yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, man. Well said, dude. It's like, I can't say I, I tell you enough how appreciative I am of this. Like, I can't believe I also left low fronts off my uh, list of things that I picked up for additions. I picked up one of those yesterday. And I think you guys saw that on our intro screen today. It's like, it's so awesome. So like a lot of my one of ones, it's like, I, I do expect to take profits on them eventually, but I have a longer time horizon than um, like two or three months. It's like high blinks popped off. It took her what, six to eight months before she popped off as she did. So it's like, sometimes it's just like waiting and chilling. Like Proteon is somebody I'm extremely bullish on, man. And it's like the more pieces of his collection of uh, portraits of the aftermath that he releases, it's amazing seeing all these different uh, uh pieces of art shape up in the entire collection, man. And the, I can't wait to see, hear more about his passion in creating this and the narrative behind it, but it, it looks amazing. Right. Absolutely. Yo, first off, I'm so sorry, people in the chat, for some reason, my restream chat is not uh, wanting to work. I'm just jumping on the page. So I'm seeing everybody. Um, yeah, no, please jump into one-on-one -on -one space. It is so much fun profiting, connecting with these artists and like just mm -hmm. building community. Like they said, it is it is so much fun. So yes, 
Um, DJ Poet has been cooking Shake. I, I definitely, he has been, that there was a teaser for an addition that is going to be worked on by Hyplinks and DJ Poet. I will be going for it um, uh, yeah. hard. That is, those yeah. are like two of my favorite artists in the space yeah. right now. So, um, yeah, just continue to look, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun space to explore. And, um, I, I think I, that's it when it comes to one-on-ones, just, just build community around them. Yeah. I love seeing that volume is, is absolutely skyrocketing when it comes to these, uh, one-on-one marketplaces. So it, it kudos yes. to them and we'll just continue to see them, uh, bolster their ranks. So, uh, that's when it comes place. to additions, those aren't the only things cooking right now, guys. Holy crap. It feels like mint season right now. Yes, yeah. sir. Well, I mean, we are seeing some mints absolutely pop off. Um, yeah. Pretty much three X's across the board. We saw Yukio, Yukio, yeah, uh, go from yep. from three. I think it meant it for three. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, all yeah, the way like up to nine, three twenty five, something like that, three point two five, I think. Yeah, so it went up to nine. Now it's six. So seeing a nice little retest. We seen simpler the bounty hunters um, minted for two up to six now. We've seen uh, BBD cats go from 1.11 to 3.5 now. It, it really does feel like mint season is upon us. Guys, I want to turn it over to you real quick before I go into my list. Is there anything on your radar that we should be looking at when it comes to mints? I'm going to go with you first, Joe. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm still a component of Eries. And now that they decided on Soulport for their launch pad, I'm even more bullish on that. Just from the... The sheer volume of the alpha discussion within Tayo and the people that are able to have whitelist allocation through scrap. And then that'll just, I mean, you've had four for four now with like with, with Soulport launches and they've just done so well as secondary. So with this being a Halloween play, they have a whole structure IP already out with, with a token that's coming, a VR 3D world that you can go in and shop around and like, they really are taking their time. And I think with the Halloween timing, with the art, with Soulport, I think that's a nice uh, chance to make a quick three to six X, truthfully. Um, so that's one Eries I, I'm still looking at to try to get more whitelist. I have two at the moment. Um, and I think really, other than uh, other than D-Frames, which is uh, you know an IRL product, but you still get the whitelist allocation for that, um, I think that's going to do pretty well. Um, as well. So yeah, between D frames and Eries are two that I'm looking at right now for the next sep- end of September, October. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Dorian, what are you yeah. looking at as far as mints go? Uh, as everybody should know by now, I'm not a huge mentor myself. However, underground society is one of the big ones I'm looking at. I think there's a lot of uh, positive energy around that, especially with light. Uh, our boy who was on the show, what last week, let couple weeks ago on Thursday. Great dude. Very intelligent. Um, I think this project's really going to take off after Mint. So I'm definitely looking to Mint one to hold and try to pick up a couple extra to uh, flip. <laughs> Nothing against you, Light, but your boy got to eat too. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things I'm, I'm looking at in terms of Mint. And I just want to talk about Tyo real quick. Uh, as Joe was saying that like Tyo's launchpad has been having some real hype mints. And there's a, a tweet that Tyo put out the other day. Um, they're talking, they launched community, uh, community three, they launched Yukio or Yukio or whatnot. They launched Oak Paradise. They launched Gcon Studios. And being a tile holder, you can get whitelist to all these projects. Not only that, it's yeah. like before the mint, the mint link usually drops about the same time as the uh, the Discord, if not quicker. So it's like tile holders are eating yeah, off of all true. these whitelists. And this is just the beginning, dog. We already discussed. It's like once a bull market comes back around, the graphite's rolling out, and people are able to scale this thing without needing Tom's help. 
dude, it's going to be insane. Title holders are really going to be eating off these whitelists, dude. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. I, I believe me, I am rotating profit. I don't want to burn too much liquid on getting a, a Gen two. I'm not saying that I word this time, but I don't want to I don't want to burn too much liquid on a Gen two. Uh, as far as my percentage goes, right? Like I can afford one right now. I don't want to because it would uh, kill my my trading uh, stash that I have on the side that I, I just don't want to right now. But I I, I am I am uh, once again a few more dubs. That's that's definitely going to be um, at the forefront. If you want some cheaper plays, guys, we've always talked about scrap and oil. Another play, though, I'm telling you this right now because I've gotten some pretty prominent whitelists through it. Is Bothead sitting at yeah. about eight soul? I will tell yeah. you right now. I got Critter go. Colt from them. I got Clanosaurs, uh, wow. and I think those right. two are going to be great. Yeah, Critter. Uh, well, that's a good one. Well, right? I think that one slept on. I think Critter is going to do very well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they yes, uh, Dorian. They are doing pop heads yeah. as well. And so the person who's doing pop heads is a well-known one of one artist called Joyce. I think she has yeah, this uh, collection Lou. called Critters. Uh, that are that the holders of that are killing it, man. Like they're going for like 40 soul. So it's like, yeah, she's solid. All I'm saying, the reason I like Bothead a lot, one is the low price point. Two is I've already reaped rewards from it. Uh, three, okay. if you think if, if this meta continues where we see a lot of these prominent one-on-one artists uh, start making these generative collections or be affiliated with them, who do you think has the best connections to these one-on-one artists? It's probably going to be Big Brain Gallery. And oh, by the yep. way, Papa Moo Moo is Moo. the curator <laughs> for that. So, And Papa Moo Moo is one of my favorite people on earth. Uh, he is just like just a big ball of vibes, man. That guy is incredible. We'll have him on the show at some point. I still got to work out scheduling with him. But um, yeah, yeah. It'd be great to have him. Dude, I, I'm telling you right now, I think that bot head is a play right there. Yep. And if, if we are in mint season, you look at some of these, look. Tayo's expensive, but I think that would probably be my number one pickup. I'd say Bothead is right behind it. If you're looking for more of a value play, I think Bothead's going to cook because we also get one-on-one drops from it. Uh, we got some addition drops. One was from Proteon. I know he's cooking some stuff up with Soul Boy and everything like that. That holders of it will get, you know, it's basically like a raffle system where as long as you're holding them and don't have them list, you have a chance to get one of these addition drops, and they are awesome. So um, I, I just think Bothead's a good one. And then Blocksmith. I think Blocksmith should be up there as well, but that's a very expensive one. That's at 120 soul right now. We mentioned them when they were 80 on the show um, with Forge as well. So if you want exposure to that, Forge may be a really good play so you can get in on the raffles for those whitelist spots over there. But those are what I'm looking at. If we are in mint season right now, it's good to look at mints. I do have a list of them right now to give you a little bit of alpha. We did talk about IPG, but those Iron Paw gang isn't going to be minting for a while, so I'm I'm not like chasing it right now um as far as my list goes bet three bet three. Oh my goodness i am so bullish on bet three it's ridiculous and full disclosure i do have whitelist for it i got it because uh cody is the homie another youtube prominent guy but that team over there i don't know if you guys saw that thread i retweeted it on my uh twitter but they have an incredible business model and one betting is going to be a huge we are degenerates over here so a sports betting platform that actually works is going to be awesome I think it is going to absolutely rip, and the art looks good. The business model's good. I'm hugely bullish on them. Maxim World, M-X-N-W-R-L-D, I think is amazing. We've seen some of their one-on-ones do really well. Uh, in the, They do have auctions for those. They've come out with three so far, and they've all been about 20 souls, so that should give you an idea of where they're going to go. Underground Society, we already mentioned. Critter Cult, 
those are the ones that are massively on my radar. Um, I said Waku Land too. I think I said Waku Land. But yeah, those are the ones that are like big on my radar right now. So if if I'm looking to chase whitelist, those are going to be the ones. I know Waku Land and Bet3 are coming up soon. So if you don't get those, no worries. I think Critter Cold is as well. But those are the ones I'm chasing in like the near term. And uh, I'm definitely going to be minting if I can. So Yeah, man. I'm, I would definitely, if I had a whitelist to Bet3, I'd definitely <laughs> mint that as well. I know there's a super a lot of hype around that. But yeah, man, it's like I'm that huge on minting, but these certain projects like U, uh, UGS and um, Bet3, I think are great plays. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. Soulport keeps coming out with these launches that yeah. are cooking. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's just like that's the safest play to me is mm -hmm. grabbing an infant, uh, a Gen two. Goodness gracious, I cannot say that it's not safe. Grabbing infants, um, like, I'm, we're not grabbing infants here. We're grabbing a Gen two Tayo, an incubator. We'll call it that. Um, but yeah, that's a safe play. And I think Bothead is just at this price is just juicy, man. I love the artwork from Nate Geo, but um, we're gonna go on from there. I, I do want to talk and we'll talk about utility for a second. Dorian, I, I know you included this in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and I, I do want to touch on it too, because we've had this like back and forth from some prominent people in the space, or at least with big followings. I don't want to call them prominent, but uh, debating projects like Catalina whales and, and bubble goose are slow rugs because they don't have quote unquote utility. And I, it just mm -hmm. begs the question, like what is utility, right? Yeah. Dorian, I want to kick it over to you because I know you yeah. have, uh, a stronger opinion on this yeah i do um so i think a lot of people in soul like narrow down and limit utility to specifically do i gain value through an spl token or revenue sharing if you're not getting value from either of those two things people it's hard for people to understand what utility is even in cyber samurai today we're we have a whole bunch of stuff cooking over there i'll get into that later but um one person's like, hey, are we going to get uh, revenue sharing from this pr uh, protocol launching? And we're like, no, dude, in the U.S., we will get kept if like the SEC catches wind that we're doing any type of revenue sharing. And a lot of these companies are U.S. based and fully docked. So Catalina Wells just can't straight up give holders money. Bubble Goose can't straight up and give holders money. But because they can't directly create an, or don't create an SPL token or give holders money doesn't mean there's not utility there. Yesterday, Bu Bubble Goose had its first uh, Ballers Academy. I forgot the technical term that they called it. And it was just, the first one was Carl Jones just in there talking about his life story and like what inspired him to create Bubble Goose and how he relates to that. And hearing that made me even more bullish on Bubble Goose than I was. And it's like, people are like, what's the utility of Bubble Goose? What do holders get? Dude, that's exactly it. It's like you have access to someone that you would have never had access to before. Even more so, it's like, what do you get for holding a punk? It's like you can sit here, oh, it doesn't have utility. Yes, it does. You have access to an exclusive network that you would have never had access to any other way. And that's why people want a punk. It's like I think people need to expand their definition of utility beyond do I make money holding this passively? I hate to break it to you, but in life, you don't gain money by holding things passively most of the time. You actually have to work for it. And that even concludes contributing to a project that you believe in. It's like, if your project's not doing good, are you doing anything to help the founders out? Are you like pushing them on Twitter? Are you retweeting? Like you have to actively participate in. So I think I would hope that in the future, 
in the Solana ecosystem that we see a, a expansion of what actually defines utility beyond do I get money for holding this passively? Right. Yeah, I it, it, it does need expansion, dude. I hate how narrow-sighted we are uh, on Solana. And it, it goes back to that, like, we're still maturing as a market. So I'm going to give us a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, we need to expand our horizons when it comes to actual quote-unquote utility. Right, yeah. Joe, I want to kick it over to you because, you know, I, I'd say one that has nailed utility from, like, what Solana people expect and then also, like, what the general utility should be, which I tweeted over the weekend, is community. Like, having access to people that you would normally not have access to is the best utility you can possibly get. Yeah. So, Joe, mm -hmm. I think D-Gods does that incredibly yes. well, right? Like, D-Gods yeah. has the dust. They have an emission schedule. They, they have utility mm -hmm. with Dust Labs. I think moving forward more people should study their their uh, layout when it comes to it yeah. but also don't confine yourself to that definition of utility right like it, it's so much more than that but joe what do, what do you think utility should be like what it what do we should we define it hard or should we just leave it open for interpretation so we can move forward over the next five years no i think i think a lot of people mistake what a utility really is like if we're speaking in legality terms right like a utility, I think people should go and, and, and really look that up in the dictionary first um, and then come back to what Dorian said is, right, if, if these projects are, are offering utilities, then most of us are going to jail like um, because we haven't wrote off any of these SPL gains. We haven't done most of the stuff that we need to do if it's really strictly a utility. But in my mind, right, a, a utility, let's not say legality. What I, I believe a utility is, is anything that gives you value. And that is yeah. relative yeah. to you, right? So Dorian gets value from, from people explaining things, how they thought he has a brain, right? So he takes incentive, incentivization thoughts from other people to break down how he's going to go about his life and, and, and his goals, right? That's a, that's a value for him. Uh, somebody else might have a value like Bison, who's getting great things from botheads, whitelist allocations, yeah. right? That's a value to him. Yeah. So I think a utility is whatever you care about and brings value to yourself. And that's why you should buy into a project, right? A lot of these, a lot of these people you hear uh, complaining, moaning, fudding projects is because they bought in at the high. They bought in. Why did they buy in? They didn't give a shit about utility when they bought in. They were like, oh, this is going to pump. I'm going to sell it. Now that they're yeah. stuck bag holding, they go, oh, well, maybe I should look in the ecosystem. Well, oh, this doesn't fit my value right now I'll flood it no that's you're just backwards don't flood the project sell it for a loss and compound your gains or buy it for the reason right if you bought it for an entry and exit play guess what take your loss and leave but if you bought it for the utility aspect it shouldn't matter what your entry is because you're getting exactly. that value that means something to you and that's what i think utility is in this space right yep. value to yourself relatively yep. outstanding man that was that was like perfectly said <laughs> like eloquently right dog <laughs> Ready to run through a wall, bro. Um, okay. um, yeah, that, dude, it is like, why do you think one-on-one art is doing so well? Is there any utility there? I mean, yeah, we talked about it with additions where it's like your utility is pre-sale allocation maybe, or maybe an airdrop or something like that. But how much does that matter? No, it didn't before when John Lay pieces were going for 400 sold, right? It was, yeah. dude, one of the biggest value drivers. So that was laid out, dude. Like it was yeah. <laughs> that yeah. access to people. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, that is like art and access to people are two of the most mm -hmm. concrete, always yeah. going to be their sort of utility and you cannot fake mm -hmm. community. So, nope. um, 
No, very well said, Joe. I kind of want to get into our alpha corner real quick before we go ahead and pop off here. What are you guys looking at right now as far as secondary plays go? Um, we already talked about Mint, so I don't want to touch too much on that. Joe, I want to kick it over to you first. Yeah, all right. So secondary plays lately, um, I did pick up uh, Just Ape. Um, trying to look at my wallet right now just to tell you guys actively. Um, I, I did make a play. I have a play on Just Ape. I have a play on more monkeys. I have a play on dumbass donkeys. Um, mm -hmm. I have a play on some UI Ukayo. Um, I have a play on some Tayo oil that I just scooped actually five. I think that's mm -hmm. pretty undervalued under 13. Um, yeah. Sush, man. Sush. I actually, you know, I listed a few just because I got them so low that, you know, I, I'm still bullish and I have like 13 or 14, but I'm going to take my three or four soul. I, I love shake. I love the community. I'm going to add some creator fees, but yeah, that's another play. I mean, Sush has got some real stuff coming and it's really undervalued. So I've been playing those waves like the up to $2 back down 0.99. Like those are great waves too. So yeah, there's about six plays I think that I'm open on right now. Plus the four by four that we talked about. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. I, I can agree with those. I like those plays. What do you got, Dorian? What are you looking at right yeah. now? So uh, four by four is a given. Like if, if, if that thing hits anywhere close in the 15 to 17 range, I'm going to be buying oh. <laughs> from now until whenever Iron Paw mints. Uh, uh, on top of that, John Lay's GM. I'm waiting for a good entry on that. Uh, but last but not least, I'm going to continue with Joe said is just like Cyber Samurai and Sush, man. As a disclosure, I am the community manager and I do own a significant amount of Sush and Cyber Samurai. But because I am the community manager, I'm working on the project. So I'm trying to like get you guys, give you guys alpha before it gets out to everybody. It's like, yo, we have a lot of things coming. Like I'm talking about a lot of bullish things for Cyber Samurai, a lot of bullish things for Sush. And Joe, you trade your Sams and your Sush as much as you want, dog. As long as you're making profit, that's all that I'm happy about. It's like <laughs> here at, Samur at Cyber Samurai, we don't get mad when people sell. As long as I'm you're taking you. profits and eating, you're good, oh, yeah. dog. I'm glad and that you we can me. help. I mean, I was the runner-up in the last legendary auction. Like, I just missed that yeah. four-minute, you know? Like, that was my – so I'm bullish on the ecosystem, but yeah. – how, how I compound these gains and get the actual Sam I want or get the actual Sush yep. because, man, I mean, Shake just dropped that that chart that showed the the common, legendary, all these new yep. Sush things that are coming. I mean, that was alpha right there that people slept on. Like, so yep. I, I, man, I'm all in it. Like, Dude, and when I, it's coming, I'm trading, when I'm trading your projects, it's because I'm bullish on your project. And that, I'm just yep. a trader at the standpoint. And I love making moon bags. I love sticking, mm -hmm. like my D-Gods, my Tayo. I stick them and forget about them because they're free. They're free yeah. to me, and I do not have to think about them. And that's when I've made my best trades, creating a moon bag, sticking it in a ledger, and forgetting about it, not having yep. any emotions attached, checking on it in a year. So, yeah, yeah. man. And, and yeah. real yeah. quick, before I let Bison go, because he always is, you know, just the articulate <laughs> ending speaker that we have, great. Guys, I sent that into you, that Metaplex white paper NFT, and it was I 3.9. It's almost up to seven soul. I don't know anything about it. I bought it off of someone else's thoughts. And yeah, so I have no idea if you can, Bison, if you have any thoughts on that or you can explain that to me, please. Oh. Um, that would be great. <laughs> that, was, that was a Manny play right there, which uh, I will feed into by a Cyber Samurai because we have access to some yeah. of the smartest people in here. Yes. Dude, Manny called that at three something. Uh, he yeah. bought at one point. So he was one basically point. just shilling his bags. What a, yeah, he what was a terrible so. person. Right? <laughs> I know. Don't we all though? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I, it was a good call by Manny. Those things um, ran already. They're at like seven or something like that. So, yeah. um, no, I, I mean, it's Manny. just, 
it's just I, I don't know if it ties into their Metaplex just dropped a token, so their governance yeah. token. Uh, um, which okay. you know, if you're in the US, that. you certainly cannot get, right? No. So I no, cannot possibly get Metaplex tokens no. on this. No, plane. you cannot. Um, <laughs> no, you cannot. So I don't have any Metaplex tokens. I'm in, I'm in actually the I'm in a I'm in whatever country it's legal in right now, Bison. Actually, I oh. forgot to tell you that. <laughs> oh man. Well, congrats yeah. on the move. Congrats, man. That. Yeah, Thank that's you. awesome. Um, but yeah, Metaplex tokens are out there. I'm I'm very curious. Dude, Metaplex is is a mover in this market. I mean, they're basically how we mint everything, right? Is through candy machines. So for candy I'm, machine. Okay, so that's what yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah so, they they okay. they run candy machine. Um, they're like the whole basis of our market. Um, wow. from a contract level so okay. i i am curious to see how they hold up when tayo comes out with graphite and graphite yeah. contracts come out and stuff like that that's gonna be a very interesting play i oh, think we're wow. gonna see some market share taken from them but, cool. but i didn't think about that that's that's next level fa right there i didn't even think about yeah. that that's a yeah. that's a whole nother market shared opportunity for them to steal well, i i, I wow. try not to have fomo when it comes to tayo but uh yeah <laughs> oh, it, that's a, it, dude well that's a play i even thought about like that paradigm of them having a bunch mm-hmm. of market to steal just there because they're the second comer i mean that's like a no-brainer i mean that that is alpha i don't know yeah. if you guys pick that up but that's alpha right there thank you yeah man. that's uh so i mean i am bullish because if it's one-to-one from scrap and scrap is yeah. down right now to 80 yeah, cents, which yeah. sounds which sounds like a pretty juicy entry to me. I will continue yeah. to DCA into some scrap. Yeah. Um, and if it's going one-to-one graphite, and if graphite even tackles anything, uh, gets any of the market share of Metaplex um, yeah, on yeah. top of their launch pad, on top of all the SaaS services they're offering to yeah, business to business. Like this That's is huge. this is why I, I think from a blue chip perspective, there is no other project I am more bullish on really? right now than them nonetheless yep. let's talk about some other plays i do cool. have sush i think you need to own a multiple of six for sush yes. um make sure yep. you have multiples of six so uh mm-hmm. if you are going to pick them up they're only a soul last time i checked yep. uh i take your profit if you want to joe i am not going to i am waiting for those to go to 20 soul and cyber sam to go to 100 that's when i take profit oh we're oh. going to get there man that's yep. that's how it that's how it works but um dude Want to shout out Joe real quick for Liberty Square because I took I you yeah. know I took my cost basis out. I have two two squirrels still. Let's bro, go. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about let's buying go. some more because honestly, yeah, dude, this not stop, bro. I'm telling you, this, I hate I hate buying pumps. I hate it. I I will like I'm not your pump buyer, but something no. just feels different you know, about the squirrels. And, I don't yeah, know. Man. And Bice, I'll I, tell you from an investor standpoint, right? I have a small account on Twitter, so if a founder is re- and I don't shit like I don't I'm not that guy that you're I'm not an advisor you're not mm-hmm. coming to me for anything I'm just a guy on Twitter I just like twit tweeting you know and mm-hmm. to come to me in the very beginning stages and go yo I've heard you on spaces I want to prick your brain I'm like oh wow and then you talk to an actual founder and you hear you hear how they don't give a fuck if they get made fun of if they get laughed out of Solana they have their plan in their head and they're not wavering and they have the funds. He's he told me I have the funds to run with anybody in this space. I'm gonna be 40 some years old. I don't give a like and I love that energy. So yeah. just that alone made me bullish on them. And now to see them hearing the community changing staking into collection staking and and all these things that people did have like negatives to say, they hear it and they're on it immediately. So yeah, Bison, I, I agree, man. I think they, yeah. they check a lot of boxes when you're looking for a solid up and coming possible blue chip in this space. They're mm-hmm. hitting those parameters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I am. 
they just they feel so good to me dude like they they feel like such solid people to support so mm -hmm. that's that's my two cents on them dorian i, I know mean, you were about yeah. to say something oh yeah go yeah ahead. man I, i'm super bullish on liberty square as well i'm not gonna lie i already took profits on mine it's like a good 10x from a, a yeah. one to two to soul entry what's up yo they said you had to that's just, it's yeah. a no-brainer yeah I, so I, I'm not fading the squirrels. However, I'm like, I'm taking profits, letting them do their thing. Um, and then once they, once things settle down, I'm going to look for another entry. But yeah, man, I'm not fading the squirrels. Solid founders, great community. They're going to definitely do well. And when I say great community, it's not because their price is pumping now. Because it was for a couple weeks or not a couple months where their price was trading sideways around one something sold. So it's like, they actually formed a solid community that which helped them get to this point. So yeah, they're they're a great project to pick up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just I feel comfy with my bags. Like I said, I took my cost basis out. I'm riding with the squirrels. So um Jacon Studios, I actually trimmed over the weekend. I sold at 8.5. Um, and I I wanted to buy another one. Uh, when they hit five soul because I actually liked the art rework. They went to humans instead of uh apes, which is a very interesting move. Um, Dude, I, they, they, I swear you stare over my shoulder. I swear you stare <laughs> over my shoulder. Bison, I thought the same thing earlier. I said, man, I'm going to buy another one of these G-cans. I'm going to, I've already dumped my bag. I did. I made a nice like six. I'm about to re-enter here at like six. Sold, and then they ran up to like seven. I'm like, I don't know if I can pull the trigger, but I want to. I see 20 soul on them, 15 to 20 soul, 13, let's say minimum to 20 soul. That range to me makes complete sense for them. Like yeah, two. that's that. I, you know? That that was my take profit point. If I do buy one of these, is I I think these go. You know, dude. I I mean, you can't help but draw comparisons to Vandals. Um, yeah. I, I actually really like their team, HUD and Corrupt, and then you got the the art backing from Arkham Fu and uh, Jim Raff, who are also very prominent oh. in the one on one space. Yeah, I think that's a, possibly a play I'm looking at. So. If I do buy one, I'm telling you right now, my take profit's probably going to be in that 15 soul range, maybe even 20. Um, but I'm I'm probably going to be cautious with it. Um, I will tell you right now too. We just released like I just got the notification like five minutes ago. Um, Remnants just announced Longwood Labs, and I will tell you right now, it oh, is just the whoa, beginning. Whoa, whoa. Um, and and what we got cooking up there is awesome. it's going to change the entire landscape um they're sitting at 7.9 it probably about eight soul by the time people are listening to this um i'm, I'm telling you right now i know our plans what I are camps try. looking like nowadays license because i've been out of the ecosystem um, for a long time yeah camp camps uh camps ran up to 6.1 um, oh, wow almost they're almost above rems I will tell you, yeah, I mean, yeah, 7.9 for REMS, 6.1 for camps. I will tell you right now, if I am if I am fresh in the Remnants ecosystem, I would definitely buy a looter. You got to have fun in the game, right? That's part of yep. the fun. If you're not a gamer, though, go straight camps. I will tell you right now, the alpha is camps. Get Dude, camps. I've never had more camps. fun in my life. Like, I was, I don't know if you remember, I'd be on trips in the Airbnb in the morning with my coffee looting. Like, no, legit, man. That was my, I mean, it's I can't fun. lie. They ran up to 20 plus soul I had and in camps, like eight to nine, I had to, you know, I had yeah. to take profitos. But, As you should. But, but in, in all, in, in all, see what they're doing. This still, that was such a great, great infrastructure they had back uh -huh. then, uh -huh. seven, eight months ago. I can't even imagine. They've been grinding, creating. Yep. They got, they got lab coming out. They got a whole IP type of thing they're trying to do. What, yep. they, what are they, are they, are they just revamping everything, Bison? 
we're we are pivoting to an idle MMO RPG. I'm 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 looking at the Miro board right now, um, wow. and also collecting my loot. I, I'm I cannot be. I'm not selling any remnants. I will tell you what right now, the they're going to be. Is it? I've seen like the raffle aspect. Like you have like almost like a wheel of fortune that are like yeah. Is, is that like yeah. a new looting? We got we got loot boxes. Um, okay. that that. Total degen play. I have not had good luck with loot boxes. I also have like twenty of them right now. So I, if I want to burn camp, I can. Oh, but so that you can is... burn camp and open a loot box as well. Yeah, yeah. I think so, so what you, what you got to do is you got to loot them in the in, on your trips. Yeah, you can sell them if you want to. So right oh. now the going rate is um, crates. You're looking at eighty nine camp for a rare, oh, twenty one so for a common. And... You can trade P P two P now on the marketplace. Yeah. For nice. Oh, oh yeah, we got nice. it. So you don't got to go into Discord anymore to sell, dude. You, so no. you can just do that and right in real time sell to CMP right on the marketplace. Yep, and wow. I will tell you right now yeah, that we are, we are mm. we are in talks with a very prominent person in the DeFi space that it will. We are finally at a point where I think it makes sense to have an LP, and we are we will wow. we will be a mix uh -huh. of DeFi kingdoms and RuneScape, yeah. uh, all in one. I'm telling you right now. That's I try not to be hyper bullish, try not to oversell and, <laughs> and over promise, but oh my God, oh. if we deliver any of oh, the stuff that's I'm picking on, up some right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and dude, it's, it's a good time. And I, I promise you there is going to be so much fun releasing over the next 50 days of stuff we have dude, planned I can't um, for marketing it, drops. Remember the rip with bull run of gaming and we didn't even have it. Do you remember what happened to the, and that was before anything even really was built. Wait till yeah, that. Yeah. that I'm, listen, listen. Markets are cyclical. I don't care if it's a new market, old market. Yep. New projects, great. Same metas, always. You yep. It, it, yep. you realize that once you got time in, that that yep. gaming meta is gonna come back. And when it yep. comes back in a bull market with real teams that have real shit in their shit together, um, yep. yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm just getting more, yeah. Like I said, try not to be uber bullish, but I love. I know. See, right? I'm the type of guy that pulls alpha out of a regular conversation when people don't even realize they're giving it to me. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I and I love that. So yeah, that's awesome. I, the game has never run smoother than it does right now. It's actually incredibly fun to play. It's very seamless. Like, dude, I I that April to when we were in Mexico time frame. So like what July or something like that. Yeah. I will tell you right now, the game was not fun. I've already said it multiple times. The game wasn't fun. It was too much management, too much. felt like chores to get any alpha from it. Yeah. Or um, the camp price went far down. There was no demand for camp or anything like that, dude. It was it was down bad. But now, and I've been chilling it since 3.75. Uh, they're at 7.9 right now. I'm telling you right now, I've never slept better than with the bags of remnants, cyber True. samurai. I do have a couple bot heads. I have some bubble goose. Those are like the ones that, I have tucked away. I'm sleeping sound at night. I won't probably sell any of them until the next six months or so, um, nice. depending on what the macroeconomic situation looks like. Right. I mean, that's that's yeah. really like the big that would be the only thing that ruins it. But those are the ones yep. I sleep comfy with. So, um, yeah, I think the plays right now I'm chasing additions. Additions are popping right yep. now. So I'm minting additions. There's mint season happening right now. And then I gave you my plays as far as the longer term holds go. So. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to chase the Gen 2 as well. And I'm going to sign off right there. So, um, guys, do we have any closing remarks when it comes to this episode? We have talked for a while now. We are yeah. over that hour mark. But I'm, I, I definitely want to turn it over to you guys. If you guys have any closing remarks for the audience, let us know. 
Um, I think we dropped a ton of alpha on this one yeah, as well. Like, Always a do. Lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I definitely uh, want to kick it over to you guys. Oh, I don't have anything else, dog. I think I'm alpha out for the day. <laughs> I'll close on this. One, I love you guys. Thank you both for, for everything you've done for me and for the community. I really do appreciate you guys. It's hard to find good, good, really just good people nowadays in this world. So when you do, you got you to gotta hold on to that, that relationship and, and work on it. Um, two, uh, I see Bruno. We didn't answer your question, so I'll answer it real quick. What Utes when reveal? Uh, for, just from the the – the theme and, and, and style of Frank's uh, communication at this point, I would say that we still have some time probably into October. Just from how he's slowly entering himself back into the space, I don't think anything's being dropped too soon. So, yeah, I, I would just hold on tight to that. I know it's hard to think about, you know, dropping 120 soul just into the air. It's sitting right in front of you. But I do believe once once they do reveal and the infrastructure comes out, it's going to run crazy before reveal. It might drop and pull back. So I would chill NFA, but yeah, I would keep that comfy you in your in your wallet for now, Bruno. Yep. Thank you. That's yep. it. Yep. Um, no, so I think that that's it. Dorian, do you have anything you want to to uh, say yeah. before we sign off? Yeah, man. Just thanks. Is like having this show with you and uh, Joe is just like it's so fun for me. And I really hope that the audience continues to gain value from it. And I want to shout out to you guys for taking the time out of your day to join us. It means a lot to us as well. It's like I always say, as long as one person's gaining alpha from it, I think we made a positive impact. So thank you all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I'm I'm in the same boat that guys. Your continued support means everything. Please, I'm gonna go ahead and show our, our Twitter. Our, yes. our YouTube channel. We are Please. on podcasts now as well. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our two main platforms. If you guys have a, a serious necessity to go onto another platform, please let us know. Um, but yeah. you can please subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Please retweet us on Twitter. Make sure you drop in my co-host a follow, Dorian, Joe Soul 212 um, and myself. It does help grow the platform tremendously so that we can continue to provide this free alpha we're making you money, right? Like all I ask in return is yeah. continue to support us. We do appreciate it tremendously. And I think that about does it for us. So um, I, I thank you guys tons for your time. You too, myself and uh, the audience. I, thank you for supporting us. Seriously, it means the world. So with that said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rare Fud Radio. We actually will probably be on on Thursday at a different time. I do have uh, some Web2 business stuff to tend to. Um, we'll keep you posted on it. If it is going to be different, it's going to be 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Uh, the closing may be delayed. So, that, you know, if it is at 2 p.m., I will let you guys know. But uh, until further notice, it is likely going to be 9 a.m. So we'll see you then. But otherwise, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, Thursday. We'll see you on the next episode of Rare Fud Radio. Have a good one.